a focus summary of part one of the Browning version. The play takes place at a public school in the south of England. For us American readers, it's important to note that the term public denotes something very different than it does here. A public school is an elite, expensive private school, so-called only because it attracts and accepts students beyond the local area. The illustrious Eton is a public school. The scene opens on a boy named Taplow knocking at the door of his schoolmaster's flat. Mr. Crocker Harris, or the Croc, as Taplow calls him, has insisted that he come to do makeup work on the penultimate day of school. But when he arrives, he is met not by Crocker Harris, but by Frank Hunter, a man described as wrapped in all the self-confidence of the popular master. We quickly see why Frank is so well-liked. He is the type of teacher who pals around with his students, treating them like peers. When he catches Taplow using Crocker Harris's cane like a golf club, Frank gives him guidance on his swing. When Taplow mocks Crocker Harris's strict and stilted manner, Frank encourages the performance. And when Crocker Harris is late for their appointment, Frank tells Taplow he should cut. But Taplow says he wouldn't dare cut the croc, a teacher with a very different reputation from Frank's. Crocker Harris had insisted that Taplow take extra work even on the second-to-last day of school. Crocker Harris alone adheres to the rule that teachers are not to tell students before the end of term whether or not they have gotten their remove. The students are scared to death of him, not because he is cruel, but because he seems so soulless. Taplow describes Crocker Harris as shriveled up like a nut, and says he even seems to hate people to like him. Taplow tells Frank about a time he laughed at one of Crocker Harris's inscrutable Latin jokes, just to be polite, and then, as thanks, got called to the front of the room and told that if he understood it so well, he wouldn't mind explaining it to his friends. In the midst of his story, Taplow breaks off suddenly, noticing that Mrs. Crocker Harris has come home. Saying her husband is likely to be some time, she too encourages him to cut. But Taplow insists Crocker Harris said particularly that he was to come. So, she asks Taplow to take a prescription for Crocker Harris to the chemist, and gives him a shilling to buy himself an ice while he's at it. He thanks her, whispers to Frank not to tell her what he said, and goes out. It quickly becomes clear that she was eager to get rid of Taplow so she could be alone with Frank, with whom she has been having an affair. If Frank ever had any real attachment to Millie, it seems he is cool to her now, which makes her only cling to him more hungrily. She observes passive-aggressively that he hasn't given away his cigarette case to any of his girlfriends. She gives Frank a guilt trip over forgetting their invitation to the cricket match and sitting with someone else instead. She begs him to promise her that he will visit when she moves to Bradford and she plainly confesses that she knows he doesn't love her, but desperately wants him nonetheless. All the while, he offers her perfunctory and tepid reassurances. Millie's remarks about her husband are contemptuous and bitter. She says he would never be liked no matter what he did, scorns him for believing he'd be a success as a schoolmaster, mocks him for dreaming he might someday be a headmaster, and finally, asks not to talk about him at all, since the subject is so depressing. At last, Crocker Harris comes home, 
and we see for ourselves the man we first met through his student's derisive imitations and his wife's spiteful complaints. He is described as wearing a serge suit and a stiff collar, looking neat and complacent as always, and speaking in a gentle voice which he rarely raises. When his wife speaks to him with habitual curtness, he never appears to react. His cordiality to Frank has the stilted quality that Taplow had led us to expect. And when Frank learns for the first time that Crocker Harris has been making the school timetable for years, while the headmaster took the credit, our impression is complete that Crocker Harris is a man walked over by everyone. We also learn that Crocker Harris's prescription is for a heart condition that has necessitated he retire from the school and take an allegedly less demanding and decidedly less prestigious job at a Crammer's, a school for backward boys. So, scorned and henpecked by an unfaithful wife, mocked and feared by his dissatisfied students, exploited and unappreciated by his superiors, and forced out of the career he once called his vocation, we have to wonder where this man came from and what will become of him next.' 